Hey everybody, it's Kelly Cooper and welcome to episode 184 of the Life Made to Order podcast. The law of attraction and the linchpin in moving past painful experiences. And I say linchpin for this because of all the different things that we could do to try to move on from the past and things that have hurt us and things we feel have messed with our lives or whatever is we have to, there's this one, this one perspective in particular is probably the most important because it's the type of perspective that would really allow us to embrace the experience in a, in a different way and let go of the pain and, and not be bitter about it or whatever. Right. And that one linchpin is how did this experience serve you? Now, this is not some groundbreaking question to ask yourself. This is one of the tenets of personal growth work and dealing with emotional pain, right, is this idea you're being asked to look at your experiences through a different filter, look at them in a different way, see how challenging situations benefited you. But it's very easy to not think about this at all because all of you humans with the mind know one of the reasons that this personal growth journey, this energetic transformation journey can prove so difficult sometimes is all these different perspectives you're being presented with that would help you transform energetically that would help you heal past pain, that would help you let go of all these negative feelings, let go of these bitter resentment and all this towards other people, all this stuff, right? The mind is not having any of it. It's not interested. Any perspective that can help you, it's almost a guarantee your mind's going to be like, no, thank you. Uh, they find the, it finds these perspectives um, trite, annoying, offensive, because basically we pretty much feel the exact opposite of this way we're being asked to feel. We see things in that in the exact opposite way. And anytime your mind is being told, like basically your mind is hearing how you feel and how you're thinking about this is wrong or bad. And again, it takes offense and it makes it even dig in even more deeply. And we can keep doing that if we want, but we see the consequences of that is our pain will never go away. A lot of the energetic transformations we're trying to make, it's going to be very, very difficult. You might be able to make a little bit of headway here and there, but it won't be temporary. It, uh, it'll be temporary. It won't be lasting. It won't be meaningful. It won't be significant. And the good stuff will kind of still be the exception, the stuff that seems to happen randomly every once in a while rather than the norm for us, right? So... This is a perspective that, again, it's not this, this idea is not something you probably like, well, I never heard that before. How did my bad experiences serve me? You've probably heard it a million times, but we're so deeply ingrained in these other ways of thinking, these negative ways of thinking and feeling bad about what happened and hating it and blaming it, all this experience and all our problems now and what happened to me with the kid fucked me up as an adult, all this stuff, right? And again, these simple shifts in perspective that we hear about so much, it's almost like they become cliche and they lose their meaning. And we're like, yeah, 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 I get it. Yeah, I know. Uh, think about the challenge. Yeah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Right. And we're like, yeah, I know, but we don't actually do it. And if you actually do this, like really consciously engage this question and really try to answer it in a real way and not just once, but probably like a lot of times you'll have to do this a lot to kind of deep, uh, get the energy that the shifts that come of that, the emotional shifts or whatever, to more get them more deeply embedded. It's probably not going to be just like one time that you think about this. It'll probably be a lot because these experiences can cast very long shadows emotionally and all that, right? So really think about it. And for some of you, if you're thinking nothing good has come out of it, for argument's sake, let's just say that's true. That's because you haven't thought about it yet. And if you were to really think about it and really be willing to see what positive changes it could motivate you to make, 
or how it's like the opportunities it's presenting, like some of the examples I'm going to give that follow, they might not have happened to you yet, but they're things that could happen if you're willing to, again, really embrace this perspective. So even if it hasn't happened for you yet, it still could happen because there's countless things you could probably do, countless things you could see in your life that like that experience, you could see how it could serve as a catalyst for a positive change. And for some of you, these things that might have already happened, but you just don't think about it enough and really, really let it sink in like the benefits of it. And again, like I said before, the reason that this perspective is essentially the linchpin is the only the most powerful way to move past these experience these sorts of experiences the most powerful way to heal is seeing how they provided something good in your life so that's why again that's why to me it's like the linchpin the most important perspective because that's the way to make it easy that's the easiest way to deal with these experiences is to see oh actually a lot of good came out of this and one of the reasons right, the mind fights this is because, again, your mind, your lovely mind, it has a problem with any perspective that's going to benefit you. Here's a good rule of thumb. If your mind has a problem with it, it's probably something good for you to do or to try to believe or embrace, right? So in this experience, this perspective in particular, what's our minds, what does our mind jump to right away? Oh, I'm supposed to be happy that my kid died, or I'm supposed to be happy that my father was abused, or I'm supposed to be happy my ex-husband was a narcissistic asshole. How dare you suggest, oh yeah, I'm so happy that happened, right? Then it shits all over the perspective, like it does with all of them, and then we go back to being miserable, clinging to these perspectives that cause us so much pain. And when you start going within and becoming a growth oriented person and you're more aware of that pain now and where it's coming from, that the mind insists on holding on to it, it becomes even more painful for people like us because now you're aware of what's happening and you're more tuned into it. So that's why we, we can't do it because we'll just amplify our suffering because before when we were just suffering, but like had no awareness of what was happening, like we were still upset and we were what, but it was, it's a very different experience. But when you start becoming aware of it, which is why I don't want to get too off topic, but this is why a lot of people that get into teachings like the law of attraction and manifesting and conscious creation, a lot of people talk about how they feel worse and they feel like everything has gotten worse. That's why that happens because you start seeing what your energy really is. You start seeing your motivations for wanting what you want. You start seeing your mind's agenda, but then we don't want to deal with any of that. And we just keep trying to change the outside and get the stuff we don't have. And we become obsessed with tools and techniques and programs and all sorts of actions trying to force the, these changes. And meanwhile, now you're tuned into all of this pain, but because our mind doesn't like dealing with uncomfortable feelings, it's like, no, I don't really want to go there now. But right, that's a little bit off topic. So think about some of the experiences in your life. What good came out of them? You had a distant mother or an abusive mother, or that was like worked all the time and you felt like, you know, you didn't have a, a relationship, you didn't have any quality time, whatever it was, right? And that created all of this pain for you. But then when you had a kid, remembering all of that pain, remembering how you felt as a child, it made you an amazing mom. You spend a lot of time with your kids. There's someone that you, they feel very comfortable opening up to. You're warm, you're loving, but where did that all, what motivated that, that you had a crappy childhood, but you're like, wow, that experience made me want to be a good mom. And I'm a really good mom to my kids. And I have a really great relationship with my kids. And maybe that would have happened anyway, but there was the real motivator there. Remembering how I felt, I didn't want my kids to feel that way. You had a really bad divorce. Maybe you got screwed in the divorce settlement. Maybe you didn't get all that you felt you were entitled to. Or you were a stay-at-home mom or a homemaker, like stay-at-home wife, whatever. And you didn't work for a really long time. 
and you didn't have many marketable skills. And now you had to find a way to earn your own money again. And the burning resentment of not getting what was owed to you or feeling like angry at yourself for, for not continuing a professional life when you got married or whatever it was, right? But then all of that led you to dealing with a lot of really deep money fears that really improved your finances or it was the catalyst, your divorce was the catalyst for starting your dream business. And again, that experience was painful, of course. Again, it's not about, why well, I'm so happy these things happened. But you see, this is kind of how life is. This is one of these things that, that's a very common human experience, right? Bad times and suffering, they can lead to a lot of really good things. It doesn't have to be that way. But for a lot of us, that we have to get to a point where the pain is just too great, where we're forced to try to fix things or we're forced to try to make a positive change because where we are now is just untenable, right? Again, it doesn't have to be that way, but for a lot of us, that's the experience. So for a lot of you, some of your past experiences, they might have caused deep, deep suffering, but because that suffering was so great, you were extra motivated to try to alleviate it. Um, maybe you had, again, a parent, childhood. Childhood's a good example. It's cliche, but again, cliches are cliches for a reason. A lot of our shit happens when we're younger. We're raised by parents who are also flawed, imperfect humans, and some of that shit will spill over right to us, and it just is what it is, right? Let's say you had a really critical parent, a really critical mom. She was very critical of your appearance or whatever, right, or whatever it is, right? And you grew up with, like, shattered self-esteem, and you felt, always felt just really bad about yourself. She was always nitpicking you. So in order for you to deal with all that pain, you had to really throw yourself into the work of cultivating self-love, accepting yourself as you are, accepting your flaws, accepting this thing or that thing, trying to love your body or love who, whatever it is, right? So now because that, of course, the pain of that criticism from your mom, yeah, super painful, right? But because you had such pain of being criticized so much by somebody and you felt like destroyed as a person and like you're just like this pile of garbage, you probably have, you, that might've created a level of self-love and self-acceptance that most people will never come close to achieving. And the only reason but the catalyst of that right was it had to have the pain of the criticism from your parent. It had to cause all of that pain and all of that self-hatred, self-loathing, anxiety, or whatever it was. And you're like, this is really painful. I need to like learn to love myself and accept myself. And learning to love and accept ourselves, that's one of the greatest freedoms there is, right? And that was courtesy of, again, right, the critical mom. So you have to think about it. And again, like I said before, if you're someone that you can honestly say nothing good has come out of it, like these examples I gave, these are possible things that could come out of it if you're willing to go to those places, if you're willing to think about all of this, this pain right now, what happened to me? Like, what can I do with all of this? How could I use this to better myself? What could this be a catalyst for in a positive way? And again, like I said, this isn't some groundbreaking question. This is not some groundbreaking perspective on this journey. This is the kind of shit you hear all the time. But as a lot of you know, and you might have probably seen it in your own life, it's very easy to take in all of this stuff and accept it intellectually. And we gather all of this information and we learn about all these different perspectives and all these different life philosophies and this thing and that thing. And we gather all this information in our brain, but actually applying it actually consciously engaging this information and being like, okay, how could I apply this into my life? Let me think about this perspective. How could I apply this wisdom I just learned to my own experience? We're actually doing that very rarely. And it would seem strange because the whole point of learning all of this is to apply it and make help us change in positive ways and change our life in positive ways. 
But again, we don't do it. And then we're wondering, and one of the big uh, barriers, right, is our mind is very resistant to all of these perspectives. If we embrace these perspectives full full on wholeheartedly the second we learned about them, our lives would change instantaneously. But for most of us, that's just not how it works, right? We have too much resistance. We have too much conditioning. We have all this weird stuff going on with self-sabotage and all of this. So when you, if you're really resistant to a perspective like this or any perspective that's going to help you feel better, you have to examine like why. Because on a conscious level, logically, rationally, this idea that we reject these perspectives that could facilitate and jumpstart our healing pretty much immediately just by the sheer fact of truly embracing them and being like, I'm really willing to try to look at things this way, that we don't seems crazy, but our mind is crazy. So this craziness isn't so crazy. This insanity isn't so insane when we understand what our mind is doing. So for this perspective or any other perspective that's benefiting, that would benefit you, that your mind is like, no, thanks, not interested. And then it's like, we no, we're going to keep thinking this way, this really painful thing that's really makes you feel really bad about yourself or like makes you feel like, your past experience uh, fucked you up and now you're forever, whatever. It's like, yeah, that's, we're going to keep, and you're like, okay, mine, yeah, I guess so. And right, and we torture ourselves and we wonder why nothing changes for us. We wonder why we get stuck. And it's like, we start to realize, oh, I've just taken in all of this information on an intellectual level. I accepted it to some degree. It made sense to me. It sounded nice, but actually truly trying to embrace these perspectives on an emotional level actually applying this information in our life. Again, you would think this would be an obvious next step. We miss that step a lot because again, our conditioning is very deeply ingrained. Our mind makes really great arguments for our bad feeling perspectives and views of ourselves or whatever. And even though it's so painful, we still are like kind of in agreement. We're like, yeah, yeah you're right about that. And we, right. And we just kind of continue to suffer. Right. So really think about that today, you know, a bad experience that happened in the past or something happening now even too, right? This can apply to, to stuff right now, right? But this, the real context obviously was like bad things in the past that we feel like we can't let go of, but this can apply to something in the present moment too. If you're really having a financial issue right now and it's really stressing you out, anytime we're having a negative reaction to something, those feelings aren't coming from somewhere. There's some, whatever's in the filter that we're viewing the experience, there's some kind of fear, a limitation, something, some sort of belief or perspective that obviously feels bad because it's creating the bad feeling, right? So it's like, okay, I'm feeling terrible about money. That means I'm, I'm, if I'm feeling so stressed out and worried about this, that means that I'm viewing this situation, I'm viewing money in a way that's not helpful because it's creating this negative feeling. So this situation, this financial situation, that's really stressing me out. Oh, that's really giving me an opportunity to work through my money shit. It's really triggering stuff hardcore. And I can continue to feel this way. And, and whatever perspective my mind is entertaining, that's full of fear and lack and scarcity and all the potential outcomes that it's very resistant to. Oh my God, what if all these things happen? I, I could keep doing that if I want, but this is really painful. And I feel this way like every day and that kind of sucks. Oh, so this is inviting me to really deal with my money fears because it's really triggering it in a very deep way. And I'm willing to, to work on it. And then I could deal with my money shit and probably solve this problem and then probably drastically change my relationship with money forever moving forward, perhaps, right? So this is one of those things that 
you got to really, when you're struggling with, uh, you know, a, a, especially a past experience that you feel bitter about or angry or resentful, or you feel like it created all this negative stuff in your life, where's the benefit there? And again, if you literally, if you can honestly say, I haven't seen one yet, there's something all these things that other people might have happened for them already, they could possibly happen for you. Maybe you haven't used that bad childhood as a catalyst to become a better mom. But when you're thinking about it now, you're like, oh, I kind of see. Yeah, I, I remember that sucked. And yeah, there's things I could probably do different now as a parent that would probably make my child feel better. That would improve our relationship. That would make me feel better as a parent. Uh, so let me try to do that stuff now. So again, even if you feel like nothing has come out of it, there's probably at least 10 things that come out of it, but you'd have to start doing those things now with that new perspective guiding you of like what, where in this experience, the catalyst, how could it be a catalyst for what sort of positive changes in my life? And the more that we're willing to embrace these perspectives, the easier it gets to embrace them. Cause at first it feels hard to move to that side of the spectrum. There's a lot of momentum behind the negativity and the bitterness and anger and resentment and feeling like these things just messed us up and it's not fair. And I feel cheated or whatever we feel like. Right. And then it's like, yeah, that feels hard to like be positive, like look at it positively. That feels really, that doesn't feel natural really. And my mind's not really uh, liking that so much, but, and this is with any shift in perspective, any shift in a belief system, the more that you're willing to try to consciously do it and be on the lookout and be more aware of what's happening in your mind, those new perspectives, those new beliefs that feel so good and that help us deal with all of these challenges in our life, deal with painful experiences from the past and all of these things, it just becomes like you're you're truly actually feeling that way. You're not just trying to feel that way because someone told you that's how you should feel about this. That's, that's how you should try to look at this experience. That's what it's like in the beginning because it's like these perspectives, they're, they're not really our own, obviously, because we're feeling the exact opposite. But as you, as you keep having that willingness to do it and you make these continuous choices, these continuous this continuous conscious effort to like, no, I'm going to try to look at it this way. Again, it becomes more second nature and there's less trying to see things that way. You just naturally, that's kind of your default mode. Now that's kind of how you see stuff. And even though you have your moments here and there, your normal humanness, that core energy, there's a something at, at that core level, that base level of whatever has, has changed. Right. So yeah, that's something to think about today. All these, where, where has the, these bad experiences in my life, where have they actually served me? Where were they a catalyst for something really good? Where were they, how did they invite me to, to explore something within myself that I was glad I explored because I, I, I fixed a lot of pain. I improved, uh, emotionally in this way or that way. If that thing didn't happen, this good thing might not have ever happened. How did it make me a better person? How did it improve my life? How did it improve Whatever. Again, there's there's always something. And if there isn't something yet, there can be something. And then you could start moving towards that today. Right. Do whatever, whatever way that you can do that. Right. So, yeah, just like a lot of the other perspectives that are you hear in this journey, your mind is going to fight it. And a big part of this work comes down to conscious choice. Do I keep looking at things the way my mind is looking at them? which has been my greatest source of suffering up until this point, my mind and, and its perspective and, and buying into it. And the, the, all these things are so painful and they feel so bad or all these new perspectives I'm hearing that can ease my pain, make me look at my past experience completely differently, change the stories, 
help me make all of these positive changes in myself. Uh, help me to make all of these changes in my life I know I need to make if I want to be um, healthier physically, emotionally, and spiritually. All of these perspectives that could help me change my energy in a way where I am in more of in a position to receive all of these things I want to see rather than constantly repelling them. So yeah, it's again, it would seem like a no brainer, but it's not easy. Our mind is crafty and it's powerful and it likes to fight for its negativity because it takes offense that it's being told your pain and all of these things are wrong or bad or you shouldn't feel that way. That's not what's being said. All that's happening is you're being presented with perspectives that could help solve all of this pain, that pain is pain, right? It feels bad. We don't, we don't want to feel that way. And this is the key to healing. It is the shifts in perspective is where it all starts. Cause the pain is coming from not necessarily what happened, but how we're viewing it. So you see that shift in perspective is everything. And again, that linchpin shift is how did this bad experience benefit me? Because that's a very powerful way to heal the pain of something if you could see that it did good things for you and then it's like okay I don't have to see this terrible thing anymore yeah it happened I don't like it at the time it was painful but seeing all these good things that came out of it I can't I can't continue to feel that way about it anymore because look at all the benefit well look at how it helped me grow and all these good things yeah I could I could I could uh, get on board with this perspective. This feels a lot better. So yeah, that's it, guys. I hope you enjoyed this. Have a great day or night. And for more content, products, and information about my coaching, head on over to livelifemadetoorder.com. Bye-bye.